Hello everyone, I'm your host, April Metzler for the RSVP Show, and you've tuned into my Heart Behind the Worship segment. My guest today is Suzanne Lynn. She is a radio and podcast show host, voiceover artist, and has a phenomenal book marketing service to help others called Give My Book Wings. The main scripture that she has held fast to in her walk, her service to others, and her business is Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Suzanne and I are visiting about the more factor. What do you know about what you know? Are you wise? Are you a person of understanding? Do you want to know more about this more factor and how to get to it? Well, get ready to tune into more of all that in this visit. Now's your opportunity to get your Bible, study pad, and a pencil or pen. And as always, we will be getting started here shortly by opening in prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit in to ensure that this visit is protected and blessed in His name for His glory. Thank you for joining. and welcome to another episode of the RSVP show. I'm your host, April Metzler, and I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Suzanne Lynn. And of course, I did that little pizzazz thing because that's what you do (laughs) when you're talking about a radio show person and a podcast show person. You just add that pizzazz. (laughs) That sweet little Southern thing, right? (laughs) Suzanne, thank you so much for being here. You want to go ahead and say hey to everybody? Hello, I'm so glad to be here, April. It's always so fun to talk to you and be able to, you know, talk with your friends. So thank you. You're welcome, sis. So what brought you here today is our Heart Behind the Worship segment. And I would love to delve into that right this second, but we're going to open up in prayer real quick. Would you mind leading us, ma'am? I would love that. Father God, we just thank you for bringing us all together. And Lord, you know exactly the direction of this show. You know what's going to be said. You know who needs to be reached and and in the way that they need to be reached. Um, Father, we just thank you. We we pray that our words would honor you. And uh, Lord, let us not just speak one word that's not accurate and that's not God honoring. And uh, we just give you the glory for all of this. And Father, we just pray that if one soul could come to you today, that that would be um, that would be our honor. In the name of Jesus, we lay this conversation at the foot of your cross. Amen. 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 Like that peace. Every time you pray, you just get this Amen. peace that just comes in the environment. <laughs> you got that right. Yes, indeed. Had all that that energy and everything. Here's another show. I'm all, <sighs> and all jazzed up. And Boy, here. you are right. It's just so centering, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> All the stress of all work and all the things that are facing us for the day just kind of melt away. <laughs> Amen. So you had shared with me before this show started that Proverbs 9.10 is your foundational scripture that you built your ministry efforts on in this season. So mm-hmm. I would like to start with the word. So let's go ahead and read Proverbs 9.10, if you will. And what yes. translation are you reading out of? That is a good question. You know, um, I am not quite sure which one it is. That's that's a good question. Um, and I've translated, I've done whole all different kinds of translations. The, the original one that I used was, was different from the one I'm using today, but this is, I probably should know the translation. I'm sorry, but I'm using a, the one that says, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. And that goes back to 
25 years ago with um, kind of coming back to Jesus after straying away and uh, starting my work day um, in sales and opening, um, opening the Bible and start learning to start my day reading the Bible. And that, that just kept coming back and coming back. And it's just that verse that's never left. And um, yeah, it's, so it's, it's always been so meaningful. Yeah. It's actually a scripture that's a foundation for you personally on top of how you founded this ministry that you're starting in the season. That's interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, yeah. Yeah, my translation is the NASB that I'm reading out of, and mine says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And so for our mm-hmm. listeners, you have a couple of, you know, fruitful words to digest in there. Hers said a different reference. Mine said understanding. And so mm-hmm. hers said judgment, I believe, right? Uh, it's good judgment to have good judgment. Mm -hmm. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. And it just, I don't know, coming back to the Lord after straying away, you know, that 25 years ago was the fear of the Lord was a respect and understanding that that was the starting place for me was the fear of the Lord, um, which meant to me respecting, learning, discipline, that was going to be the foundation of wisdom and what all my steps had to be to follow was going to be built on the fear of the Lord. And I don't, I didn't ever look at it like the fear, like be afraid. It was respect of the Lord. I've always thought of that in that Bible verse as respect of the Lord. So, yeah. Well, and, and I have always looked at it in reverence and awe and yeah. In that same realm of words there, I guess, in the English language. But you know, I if I had time, we would dive deep into this subject. And it is a great subject. So I encourage anyone that has heard Mm -hmm. the fear of the Lord to really look at that through scripture Mm -hmm. because there is a connection and I dare you to find it in in Jesus Christ and the love of Christ. And if you can find it, let me know. You can email me. You can send me a message on Messenger on my Facebook page, whatever. Just reach out and let me know what you find in your studies for the fear of the Lord. All right. So let's go into detail about your ministry, little miss thing. <laughs> All right. Are we allowed to drink coffee on the show? Is that okay? Sure. Sure. Anytime. Is okay. Any, any All right. day, okay. any drink, I guess I'll, I'll take a drink uh, too. <laughs> okay. Um, you can see I'm a milky coffee drinker. Mine's very light yeah, and milky. That's creamy. light. I don't know if our podcast listeners are going to know what color you got going on. But that's awesome. true. That's a good point. Yes. That'll encourage you to go to the video version. Yeah. It's going to be on the YouTube channel. Totally raw. Yes. Unedited, uncut type of thing going on there. And that's where you're going to see her coffee. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. So you have translated all of your radio show experience, your podcast experience, and you've somehow built a work unto the Father. You want to go ahead and share with our audience what Mm. that is wow i mean and i think that we can all relate to the fact that 
we don't see it at the time, but God is building something in us. And, and if you're young and you're early in your career, you go, no, I'm just doing what I'm doing currently just so that I can make money. And that's so naive and it's so sweet. And that's what I felt too. But then when you get to be around my age or a little bit older, even maybe you'll look back and you'll go, oh my goodness, there was a plan. And it was to bring all this knowledge and all this all these people that I met and, and, and selling shoes and busing tables and all these things, not just the big highlight career, but even the low light career things together to help build me so that I could honor him and do things that were his plan from the beginning. And it's just so cool. And um, so, yeah, what we do now, um, and it was every single piece of every career or job is we, I interview authors on, on video and help them to sell books. I have a radio show and, and my goal is to focus, his will would be to focus and have a show purely for Christian authors. We're not at that point right now, we're doing, we do sci-fi and, you know, um, romance and stuff like that. But in my mind, I have to think if that's not God's plan, that it's just focusing on Christian authors and, and, and doing that. So, but it's cool because you see just God connections that, you know, around the world with authors that couldn't happen without, you know, it's all these God stories that happen. Right. You know, I, I encourage you in what you're doing, especially in different genres too. There's so much gospel, Sherry, that needs to go on in this Mm -hmm. world, and Mm -hmm. we don't have to preach it in order for people to identify and see it, because God is with us always. He is in Mm -hmm. us, and Mm -hmm. He's working in and through us every Mm -hmm. single day, every single moment, and so then the question becomes, how can I take this heart behind the ministry, the reason that I'm doing the things that I'm doing and translate that to these authors that I have as guests and how can mm-hmm. I God's love to them in the capacity and share that they are loved. You know, how many mm. times do these authors in different genres here mm-hmm. love you? It could be so simple. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity <laughs> to do that. <laughs> That's a really good point. So it's almost like looking at it if, you know, in, in, by having your children go to school, if they're going to Christian school, they're in, you know, in the safe Christian um, protective world. But if they're in public school, they could be the light to, you know, so it's almost looking at it like that, right? Yeah. So you're almost like if you're in the Christian author's world, you're almost preaching to the choir, but you're saying if you're a Christian in the secular world, you that oh sis you just froze okay all right so yes that is what i was saying to actually be the light for all of these authors and not preach to the choir like you were saying yeah and so as far as the kiddos are concerned with school yes they can have the opportunity to be light, but that's if they're on 
meat right now and substance and they can mm. protect themselves and guard themselves in Christ Jesus and they know how to claim authority over things and they can, you know, deal with the spiritual warfare that comes against them in those situations. And of course, not many children are at that mm. level. Um, and it is our, they're under our covering here as parents and, and we can pray for them and, and intercede for them on sure. their behalf and teach them and train them up in the way that they're, you know, supposed to go and all that. But, um, but yes, being the light mm-hmm. for us adults, it is very important. It is pivotal yeah. and adults in the spiritual sense, you know, we have, we have a maturity that we attain to, um, when we're seeking God first in all that we do. And we're submitting to his will and we're surrendering our ways and taking up his cross and following him and, and all of that jazz, which of course, you know, <laughs> you've, yeah, yeah. you've got 25 years ago that you got you know, <laughs> right with the Lord and you've been walking with him. So I, I can attest to probably saying, you know, about all that. <laughs> Always growing and learning. Yeah. It's, we're never, we never arrive, right? No, we don't. Yeah. And there's yeah. always this, this glory to glory transforming right when we think that we're there. Mm. That check of, oh no, mm. here's like a gazillion of yeah. There is never really yeah. a plateau with God. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. So Mm-mm. how does, you've shared a little bit about what you're doing, obviously. You're mm. doing these interviews with authors and you are trying your best to bring light to their platforms and help them get the word out about what they're doing. Yeah. That yeah. work that they're doing. And there are Christian authors that are, they're Christian in faith and they're authors. And what they do is working unto the Lord because it's in line, but it's not labeled Christian too. So there's a genre out there that says, you know, for instance, we have a writer that we interviewed over at our book club and she does science fiction with a hint of God. And so- it's in the background sitting there, you know, saying, Hey, you know what? God can overcome through this or that. Right. It's sort of just a inner monologue with the the character that she portrays in that. So there's also, Mm. also absolutely. (laughs) And and I think that we have to really just honor that and just go, you know what? God is whispering in different ways and he speaks through different authors, through different characters. And, and um, that's the beauty of, the the art of writing you know it is yeah you can still put truth god's truth things that are founded in truth in a book and it doesn't have to have scripture all over it i personally was prompted to put scripture all over mine (laughs) right 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 you can't title something oh my god my heart and expect not to have to put right 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 that discipline on obedience thing right (laughs) you were talking about I mean, and, and everybody's people are called to witness and, and to minister in different ways. I mean, you know, the, the most recent 15 years of radio that I've been in is ministering in ways that are very finding common ground with people who aren't churchgoers for the most part. A lot of the people who are radio listeners to Christian radio, um, you got to fly. <laughs> You got to fly around you. Again, something that you yeah. only see on video. It's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. It's it is It's in your hair now. I know. I know. Um I'm going to pause this. Hold on a second. Okay.
We were discussing ministry in all different ways and shapes and forms. Yes. And the way, when the way that you re, the reach people, and sometimes it's very, um, you know, in your face, very biblical. Um, and other times, you know, like the last 15 years I've been in Christian radio and it's about reaching people in a, um, well, a lot of the people who listen to Christian radio aren't, they don't go to church and that, that kind of in a way is their church. We don't ask it to be, but that's how they're hearing about Jesus every day. And if you smack them over the head or they, um, they feel like it's not like it's not inclusive. Like they don't, if they're uncomfortable at least being part of the group, then they won't come back. So there's a gentle way to bring them in. There's just all different ways. And I believe that God brings people to the certain source of how they need to hear about Jesus in the way that they need to hear about him. You know I mean, there's just not one perfect way to minister. No, no, there's not. And his timing is everything. Yeah. Which brings you back to understanding the fear of the Lord is wisdom there is there is that wisdom that comes in there and we can we can navigate those waters of the world we can navigate our conversations with these people we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and those things that that come up as opportunities as divine appointments it's whatever you want to call it someone comes Mm -hmm. across your path and you have that Holy Spirit prompting you to tell them something, you better tell them. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> be obedient and submit to. to and sometimes, oh, sometimes it's hard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do that right now that I'm in public or, or, oh, I can't do that right now. What will they think of me? Or, oh, I can't do that right now. I might lose this connection. Well, it was never meant to be a connection if there's a spirit of rebellion. Yeah, (laughs) no, absolutely. You know, Um, but those who who reject God and deny him in front of people will be denied. That's That's a cautionary statement of truth that we keep in our remembrance when we come to these points because God's going to call you to minister to other people. He's going to call you to share your story with other people. And yeah. What does that if you're ashamed, he won't recognize you. Yeah. That's true. Yes, ma'am. So what benefits or praiseworthy things have you had happen with this new effort that you're doing that you can attest to God's goodness for the audience because we all love to hear praise reports oh my goodness I don't know if we have enough time (laughs) and you know what it's so funny because here we are at the end of 2020 and I imagine people are like you have something positive to say about this year I have a whole lot of positive stuff to say about this year. It's been amazing. And I guess I want to first say, look, I acknowledge that there's been a lot of pain and there's been a lot of suffering and there's been a lot of hurt and there's been, I I see that. And we've experienced some of it in, in material ways and financial loss. And we've lost some people, some friends to COVID, but we've also been able to see the blessings that have come this year and and I don't think that the negative things that have happened need to drown out the positive things as a matter of fact I feel like they need to amplify and you know somebody said recently well you know nobody's feeling joy at Christmas this year I'm like what 
what i don't really see that what maybe i'm just in a bubble i don't to answer your question yeah to answer your question well the pastor on sunday said you know joy is not the absence of problems joy is the presence of jesus and i'm like mic drop pastor mic drop that was awesome that we're gonna make that a bumper sticker it's not the absence of problems it's the presence of jesus um but what he what happened this year i mean i i I, i've got to say that i almost feel like the business really took off this year not because of what the business was about but about a healing that he had planned for my sister and me um and i know i don't think that you really saw this coming i mean we're here we're supposed to talk about business and ministry and but the the 2020 i could not be more grateful that my sister and i went six years without speaking and this is the year that god healed our relationship and if it weren't for the business it would i don't think that would have happened and it certainly wouldn't have happened on the level that it did i mean she and i were we were pretty close six years ago and a whole lot of stuff happened nobody was 100 percent right nobody was 100 percent wrong i certainly did my share of being mouthy and not being right and everything however the business the business has enabled us to go into a place of vulnerability and trust and respect that had to be in place god god had to have that in place he needed something so deep and meaningful and profound that we could take our relationship to do you know what i'm saying yeah like she she and i needed to have something that we could work on that was that that caused us to have to trust each other and respect each other and it wasn't surface it wasn't just well we're speaking now what did you do for thanksgiving it it, this is deep hard stuff like we have a disagreement and this is serious stuff who wins this battle now after coming out of six years of not speaking and having a fear that we're going to go back to not talking how do we come through this yeah and nobody i don't mean to interrupt but nobody wins when there is strife and dissension anyways right it's a it's a friction that stays there there's a difference between um staying caught up in that and having a hardness of heart temptation you also get that that temptation to um be bitter which Mm -hmm. not the not the bitterness reference of the world but bitter as, as in found in scripture and so there's a there's a big difference there there's a uh, unrooting that has to take place and it's great that you have the environment to do that and to build back trust i find it interesting that trust is what you focused on when you were sharing that because there is no telling what people are going through trusting the father to help us discern that in those situations and to guide our words and guide our responses because we don't want to react in any type of 
interaction, whether it's you on a, your meet the author stuff that you do, or it's me just walking down the street. You know, we don't want to be in that, that fleshly walk of knee jerk reactions. We want, mm-hmm. we want to take 10 seconds to sit there and step out of the environment and the situation and breathe. Yes. Focus upon higher things mm-hmm. and then respond. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. even in uh, any type of altercations that we get into, it's wise to sit there. Oh, here goes the wisdom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There we go. It comes back again. I mean, it. it wise to do that, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning of the year, he said, "Do you trust me? Do you trust me?" And and I thought I knew what that meant. I thought it was just. It's okay. I've got you covered with the business. Everything's going to be okay. I had no idea, no idea what, what was going to come. Um, well, and there's a yeah. lot of unknowns in that. That's a loaded question. I mean, if God put that on your heart, that's a heavy question. I don't know what I would do if God sat there and said, do you trust me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 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 April. Do you yeah. really, really trust, trust me? I'm like, I don't yeah. know, God. What are you fixing yeah. to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll answer after you tell yeah. me what you're gonna do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I remember I remember saying I do. I do. I do. Well, and that's a leap. Just thing. please don't hurt just don't hurt my my children. <laughs> I mean, isn't that just any you know? That's always my, my, my fear. I do trust you, God, but up to that point, <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. That's no, so that's, one of the, you're in, that's well, interesting that you're saying that though. It's you're okay. Don't even apologize. There's a reason that that's coming up, but I personally have uh, my own friction with siblings and uh, family members and stuff like that. And, and some of it, I didn't even have anything to do with. It was, you know, the death of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. caused a lot of um the break apart you know when elders in your family that literally are the glue yes everybody comes to family events and things like that. yes when they pass away there is home to jesus where grandma's at know it in my soul but um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh she she was the reason that a lot of people would come around and it was the circle dot in the middle of this big old web around everybody. And of course, my podcast listeners can't see my neat little pin trick. Right. Right. To demonstrate that. But you guys definitely need to go over to the video, I guess. I get, I don't know what this is, but this particular episode has a lot of, yeah, a lot of visuals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, those are there to heal if, if those people choose to heal them. And, you know, God has a tendency though, on top of everything else, he does intend to break apart families. I mean, he literally says where there's five, you know, three will be against two of them and it'll just be split mother against, you know, daughter, father against son, all that thing. Um, when that season comes in his timing and everything, he's, literally going to be the reason that we are set apart from the world well there's people that are still choosing to walk in the world and they don't know what reconciliation looks like so it is a it, a blessing to have your sister 
reconciled with because of that understanding of being set apart, you know, because we do life differently. We do. And, and it's been a, there's been a humbleness of, um, if I were to write a book and I've never written a book, I would write a book, something to the effect of, if you think saying what's on your mind is freeing, imagine not saying what's on your mind because there's been so much that I've learned this year from not speaking exactly what I think. And that's how much I love her. And that's what God has taught me this year. I love you more than Donald Trump. I love you more than Joe Biden. I love you more than masks and COVID and the color of the sky and anything else that we could possibly argue about. I mean, seriously, there are times that just about anything. And and if she was hearing this, she would, she would laugh at that. I mean, that's the extent that that's how much we love. And it's been, it's been humbling to go. I take responsibility and God, you have helped You've helped me bite my tongue because I love her more than me having to say something. So that's what I learned this year. That's, that's what I learned. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually even a weakness share, if you will, that um, sometimes people don't have the that way to or understanding or wisdom to stop talking or yeah. not respond in a negative or um, yielded to the spirit way. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to say that. Um, well, I, I don't know about you, but I've, I've sometimes felt like you need to know. You, if you, and then, you know, if you would just listen, and then all of a sudden this year, God is pointing, having me point my finger back to me. Work on me. I am not perfect. Stop pointing fingers. I have a long way to go. There's a lot of scripture tied to that. You know, Jesus sat there and said, which one of you is free of sin? You're the one that can throw the first stone. And every Mm -hmm. single one of them, from the oldest to the youngest, dropped and left. Mm -hmm. And then he's looking at that woman and says, who is left to condemn you? That's right. I'm not condemning you. Go yeah. and no more. You know, it was a gentleness right. of acceptance, and you know, she's never been freer. You know, she just, she's like, I, I don't. That's right. You know, I don't know what to say to this. This is great. You know, thank you, Lord. Yeah. There is mm. such a healing, just like that woman, when it comes to being reconciled back with the Father, and it's nice to see in action when someone's mm. trying to do so in their walk with God, like you are doing with your sister Mm. to allow reconciliation to happen. It is forgiveness of a different level. It is a grace of a different level. If anything, there's mercy, forgiveness, grace. There's all sorts of kinds of things. You can say you love someone, but until you sacrificially love, you don't, 
you don't really know until you sacrifice saying something, doing something, until you put them first, until you make sure that you shine the light on them for something they did, even when you did 50% of it. This all comes through what's happened with working together. Sure, this it was a 100% team effort, but you have to know how much I value your part of what you did. And, and then, you know, she makes a mistake. Now, you know what? You're going to stop apologizing. Do you realize how much value you have brought? Do you realize that? And just stopping and going, you know, you are, you have made such a difference. And just being able to pour that value into, into somebody that you haven't spoken to and just, it's a chance. I can't explain it. It's so easy to tear each other down. And God has just through this business given us opportunity after opportunity to show the value in each other and to stop criticizing each other and to stop that thinking that we're the ones that are right and to just humbly love each other in a place of we're not all that you are more important you are more important than anything we could argue about Right, because there is a, a laying down of pride, a laying down of flesh. It is a sacrifice of the flesh in that respect. Um, in my book, I wrote this, but it's true. It's, it's why I wrote it, obviously. But offense, any type of offense that we have, if you really, really want to get down to the root of it, it's tied to pride. Mm-hmm. We are offended, or we hold offense, or we have bitterness that is allowed into our environment. Pride was the original door. Yeah, it was. It is. And yeah, and if we can understand that and grasp that wisdom of understanding, then we can take it and we can take it out of this Bible that we find it in, and we can apply it to our relationships in the world and in our interactions with everybody. And Jesus Christ even said, if he slaps you in the face, (laughs) give me your other cheek, brother. You know, it's not, if he takes your your coat, you know, give him another one. You know, if he he walks a mile with you, walk two. You know, it's it's not. not And he doesn't say, he doesn't say if you're right, it's not a matter of who's right and wrong, you know? It, I think that what is the bigger goal? If the goal is to really try to bring somebody to Christ, we're going to have to sacrifice our words and our actions for the bigger picture. That is true. Yeah. And if it's even not even just bringing them to Christ, just bringing them to the understanding that they are, they are loved by God through our example. That's what it is tied to. You've got to let your light shine, but everybody knows that part of it. But as far as the application is concerned, 
what does it really look like in action? Mm-hmm. Are you walking in the spirit or are you walking in the flesh? Are you deciding to do things of this world or are you choosing God's way? And what does that look like? Do you even know mm-hmm. the Bible well enough to know him? Because knowing the Bible is knowing him. Right. It literally said Jesus is the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You know, it was like the, he was at the beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> And he's here now and he'll be there in the future. And so we've got to get to the point of desiring intimacy with God and knowing, finding that wisdom, seeking that fear of the Lord. Mm. What does that look like? Yeah. Your ministry sounds like it's really going to be interesting. I'm going to excitedly look for God in and through it all for sure. If it's impacted you. you on a personal level like it has that you shared, and thank you so much for sharing that, by the way. You did not have to share that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But those are good things, you know. They're edifying and encouraging to our listeners, so it's good. But uh, I, I pray, that, you know, we'll be closing in prayer soon, but I pray that uh, all of the things that God has for you in this season line up according to his will for this and, and that many are blessed with what you've got going on because you are working into him no matter if it's in the secular industry or in you know the christian industry or writing you're working into him all Thank that you. you do and your your sister's benefiting from that she's seeing that you know love and action it's not that, you know, we can say, say we can speak the eloquence of such and such, you know, if we don't have love, noisy gong, yeah. <laughs> yeah. clanking gong or something, you know, simple, yeah. something that's very annoying. Okay. Yes. That's the truth. <laughs> I don't have Amen. the top of my head, but yes, it's yep. about demonstrating love and action like Jesus did when he died on the cross for us. Yeah. That's, that's right. love. So I guess I can encourage my listeners to do an accountability check with this. I don't know why that's coming up, but (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite passages, and I'll say it in every episode if I can, I don't know, but it's Psalms 139, 23 through 24. And it talks about asking God, you're inviting him to search you and know your heart and test your ways and see if there's any hurtful way in you so that you can be led into his everlasting way what does that look like but when you ask god to search you be prepared for him to shine light in areas that you've been withholding if you have been withholding and even places you don't know you're withholding he's going to bring it to light so uh, things that i don't even know about myself lord bring them to light so that they can be cleansed and renewed and transformed into your image so that I can walk in accordance with your will and your purpose, you know, all of that stuff. That's the kind of big prayer. If you're looking to dive deep into the word of God and and with God, you know, you want to know him more. That's, I encourage you to do that. Hmm. All right, folks. So can you let them know, let my audience know where to find you? Sure, absolutely. You can go to our website. That's givemybookwings.com. You can email me at Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E dot Lynn, L-Y-N-N at trianglemedia.biz. I don't know. I, we just couldn't get calm. 
know, it's triangle media this. <laughs> and I try to come up with something cute so people know it's biz. I don't know. That's funny. So um, <laughs> you're on Facebook, right? With your other stuff, you do voiceover and all sorts of kinds of things. Suzanne is very talented. <laughs> well, busy. I don't know about talented, but busy. <laughs> Hey, you Thank have you. giftings in you and talent, so. and I don't want to be the, the type that goes away and, and buries his talent, right? And you're not doing that. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That is good. God so, yes, yeah, she's on Facebook. And are you guys on Instagram too? We're working on it. We're, we've we got our um, marketing person that's going to be jumping on all the different platforms in January. So, oh, wow. yeah. That's not really, it's not really my, my thing. So we've got uh, Miss Gia. She's going to be up and running in, uh, in January doing the TikTok stuff and everything. So oh, wow. it's a whole new world. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole new world. So no, no, yeah, no, we don't sing Disney um, classics on here. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yep. <laughs> person said I have one here start singing Disney that's fine <laughs> that's great so are you going to be doing your interviews on YouTube as well yeah they all go on YouTube and that's under the uh, triangle media channel on YouTube and um, we've got dozens and dozens up there right now and we just started in June and um, yeah so they're all posted on there they have all of our interviews started video and and they're featured guest authors um, on my radio show in Central Florida on WQBQ. And yeah, we guarantee that all the videos will get at least 3,000 views now. We found a great marketing partner. So um, we uh, have book reviews and all kinds of fun things in the package. So we're excited. That's yeah. awesome. And I can yeah. attest to the packages that they do. Suzanne hooked me up with a visit. Um, oh, wh when was it that we did that? Uh, was it August? I, I don't remember. It was, it was yeah, it was sometime October, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is a wonderful interviewer, and she just guides you gently through the process, and it's very well organized, and expectations are there, and you just all you gotta do is show up. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. Yeah. That means a lot coming from you because you do a good job. Oh, wow. All right. Well, thank you. Too. <laughs> you know, all the glory goes to God in this, though. <laughs> Amen. He's awesome. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer. Very good. Everyone, thank you for joining us. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this visit. It has been a blessing to my heart, and I hope and pray that it has blessed our audience with the understanding that you are a God of reconciliation. Lord, just lead and guide and direct and teach what that looks like, because Paul writes that we are all called to this ministry of reconciliation unto you, Father, and we want to to do what we can to share your love and be the light for those around us that we interact with every day no matter what their beliefs no matter who they're in line with we just want to show you and we want to show them to you in a way that doesn't clash doesn't 
hurt doesn't cut, doesn't do anything to make them question that you are a God of love, that you are a God of sacrificial love. We want to ensure that our ways that we have in us are cleansed and renewed and transformed into the image of Jesus Christ, Father. So please, please teach us what that looks like. Send us divine appointments to demonstrate that in action. Let Mm -hmm. us know that you are in everything that we do, that you are with us in every way, and that those words that we need to share with someone are just a breath away, just like you are, Father. We just have to ask. We just have to seek you. And you said that all of these things will be added unto us. And we just want to stand on these scriptures in full agreement in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, and become in full alignment with you, abiding in you, because in you we live and move and have our being, Father, and we just desire to please you. We just desire to give you honor and glory and praise, and we just thank you so much for all you do, all you are, and it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So thank you so much for being again. Thank you, April. (laughs) Thank you, April. You're welcome, sis. It's been a pleasure as always. And guys, we love you and God loves you. And we will see you next week. Make sure to tune in for another episode for our RSVP show. Thanks a bunch. Bye. Don't forget to connect with Suzanne Lynn and the team at Triangle Media at givemybookwings.com.